Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. Been married a couple years now. My wife's name is Anne, and uh, we have a rule. We never go to bed angry. And I haven't slept in a week and a half. <laughs> We're going to modify that rule a little bit. You know, the thing is, I'm just not used to being wrong so often. I guess it's like the tree falling in the forest thing. I was wrong when I was single. I just never heard about it. <laughs> now I hear about it. Thank you. You know, when people are dating and thinking about getting married, they ask each other questions like, you want to have kids, you like to go to church. Important questions. But nobody ever asked the most important question of all, and that's this. What temperature do you like the air around you to be? It's very important. You could be signing up for a whole life of, I'm cold. Well, I'm hot. What do you want me to do? Do something. I'm shivering. Okay, you sleep under the covers and I'll sleep on top. And that's where we'll live out our lives. Six blankets of separation. We had a fight about a month ago, a pretty big fight, and I got mad and I broke something. And afterwards, Ann suggested that I might want to take a course in anger management, which is reasonable. I suggested that she might want to take a course in anger prevention. It's a free seminar next Saturday. I'm teaching it. Just bring a pen and lots of paper. And don't be late. You know how that makes me mad. Megan, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Baker for Real. How are you doing See this what morning? happens when you say the kinds oh of things God. that you say about our Jeff Halloween costumes. an extra day, I think. An extra day. I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to send you home. <laughs> Megan, it is so nice to have you on the show this morning. Hi, Megan. Hi. We are super happy. My kids are in the car with me. They want to say hi. Oh, oh hi. hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> on our way to school, huh? Yeah, her bus is about to come any minute. Hurry up. All right, all right. All right. Which one of these is the real one? Is it A, man fined for singing Gangsta's Paradise too loudly in a cemetery? Is it B, woman attacked by coworker for humming air supply songs nonstop? Or C, a guy is charged for singing jingle bells in the streets through a bullhorn? I think it's C. C? Yes. Yes, you're right. You got it. Nice job. So you're going to Frisch's and then you're going, I know, to the Children's Theater of Cincinnati's performance of Peter Pan Jr. Cool. Well, it's definitely too early in the year for Christmas music. No. You know, once you bought your Halloween (laughs) costume, then you can start. Then you think. Right. Sure. There's a 41-year-old guy from Iowa City, Iowa. His name is Aaron Holtz. Last week, he got drunk, and apparently the Christmas spirit hit him. 
So he went out in the street <laughs> by his apartment, started singing Jingle Bells, and to make sure everyone heard him, he used a bullhorn <laughs> to really project it. I really like this guy. Go big or go home. I like it, too. I think it's great. <laughs> Some of his neighbors called the cops, and he was charged with disorderly conduct. <sighs> He's got the Christmas spirit. How is your relationship affecting your health? And one good reason not to kiss a fish. It is Monday, the 16th of October of 2017. We're Jeff and Jenna. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. This might be the most extreme passive-aggressive way anyone has ever gotten out of a bad marriage. A little over a decade ago, a man in his early 50s named Malcolm Applegate from Hampshire, England, was finally over his wife nagging him. He had just had enough. That's it. Yeah. Can't take anymore. So he disappeared. Literally. Like one day he just vanished. And no one heard from him again for a decade. What, 10 whole years? Oh, yeah. He was gone. He just disappeared. Oh, wow. Kind of like faking his own death, like Olivia Newton John's. Only there was no body. He no just body. disappeared. Right. Unsolved mystery. Oh, man. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513 791 4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. But he recently turned up again at a center called Emmaus Greenwich that helps homeless people get back on their feet. I'm probably mispronouncing the name of the the place, but this center helps homeless people get back on their feet. Okay. It turns out Malcolm hated his marriage so much (laughs) that he'd been living in the woods for 10 years. And it was right next to a community center for senior citizens, and he worked there as a gardener but then at night, he, w- he would go back into the woods and sleep there. Oh, my God. Like the Alaskan bush people? Yeah, all because he didn't want to go back home Dude, to his wife. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Why can't you just get a divorce? I, I don't know. Well, that, that's a good question. she'd get some of his money. Either that or who knows? How? I mean, I guess. How is he getting his money? Doesn't sound like a guy that missing. needs a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe there was some more to the story. Maybe... He was that conflicted in some other way, but eventually Malcolm heard about <laughs> this center mm-hmm. and decided to walk over there to interview. He, he eventually moved in, and now at the age of 62, he's putting his life back together, which included getting back in touch with his sister, who just assumed he was dead. Wow. As far as we know, though, he has not gotten back in touch with his wife. So I don't know what's happening there, but... 
Well, you after know, so many years of you missing, can't, don't they declare you dead and then you're no longer married? I don't know how that works. That's I, how it seems to me that's how it works on soap operas. It was. I will oh. tell you, we had a, <laughs> a distant relative of ours went missing and they do assume that he has passed. But I think it's after seven, seven years, I want to say. I was going to say seven years. At that point, they can claim him legally dead. Because he hasn't shown and hasn't filed any taxes or anything. Mm -hmm. And I think his kids can get his benefits or something like that. Now, I've heard of people suffering from mental illness that people in their immediate family may not have been aware of. And they just check out. Like, they just disappear. They take off. They don't leave a trace. Mm -hmm. And they wander the streets homeless. That's happened. And I've, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and just in my... Drug addicts, Limited too. dealings with tender mm-hmm. mercies. I've heard stories about how many of their residents were at one time, you know, doctors, lawyers, accomplished people that it, it, it had nothing to do with falling on hard times financially. In certain break. cases, it was, in many cases, a mental break. Yeah. So I don't know. But this guy, <laughs> That's the reason bad. he's given is he just didn't want to go back to his wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> And speaking of couples, do you miss the days back when you were single and you didn't have to share your bed? You could spread out and you could kick your legs or cocoon yourself in the blankets and just you would have that big luxurious bed all yours. Yes. You could roll around all you wanted to and sleep in the middle or sleep on either side. Right. Mm -hmm. Well... Guess what's trending? What? According to a new survey, now one out of four couples say they are regularly sleeping in separate beds. One out of four. Wow. See, I don't like that. I wonder why. You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you again in ten more years <laughs> when you, <laughs> when somebody one of the two of you, if not both, has become a very loud snorer. We are dealing with that now because we're both overweight because I haven't lost my baby weight. And every now and then if we drink, I'm like, oh, my God, you're snoring. Or he'll be like, you were snoring. But we stay. (laughs) But think about all the people, just just the people that we know in this building that are involved in relationships. One out of four are regularly sleeping in separate beds. And so they asked them why. Out of all the people that are sleeping in separate beds, they said, well, you know, are, are you having problems in your relationship? And only 38% of those couples said yes. The rest, nope. They just like sleeping alone. Yep. I get it. 60% say they just like sleeping alone. 25% do it because one person snores. 19% do it because maybe one person falls asleep on the couch watching TV. do it because they don't want to wake up the other person with their alarm clock because they get up at some ungodly hour. (laughs) I'm all of these things. Yeah. (laughs) And you'll get, you you might get to a point someday where you're just too tired. Yeah. And then you, you, for whatever reason, have a night alone in the bed and you sleep wonderfully. And then you're like, I think I'm going to go with this from this point forward. And people were allowed to give more than one reason in the survey, which is why the, the, the numbers that I read off to you add up to more than 100%. Uh, the survey also found that 28% of them, only 28% of them say they're actually having less sex because of it, which is interesting. 38% are sleeping in separate beds because they're having problems in the relationship, but only 28% 
are, <laughs> are having, having less sex. sex. So I wonder, are they like hooking up and then being like, all right, babe, see you tomorrow. And they're going to their own room. Oh, I yeah. think so. <laughs> sneaking in, sneaking out. In and out, baby. Yeah. That's wild. Even when I was pregnant and I was a mess when I was pregnant, poor Scott stayed in the same bed with me the entire time. I mean, I'm not kidding you. I was snoring. I was all over the place. And you he were was passing like, gas. He was, yes. And he was like, we're not splitting up. Hmm. I'm going to remind him of that when all these other things start. <laughs> Remember you said you would never leave me in the bed. <laughs> all right. Thousands of years on this planet. Here we are. We're still finding embarrassing new ways to die. Listen to this story. A 28-year-old guy in England named San Quilliam was fishing off a pier with some friends earlier this month. And you know how there's, I maybe you've heard this, Fritchie, because you're the, probably the most superstitious out of all of us. There's an old superstition that says it's good luck to kiss the first fish you catch that day. No, I've never, never heard, heard that. that one. Yeah, in this case, it was a six-inch fish called a Dover sole. And while Sam was holding it up to his lips, it slipped out of his hands, shot forward, and got lodged oh in God, his throat. Can you even believe it? And oh. he, he couldn't, he couldn't. Put, couldn't pu- he couldn't pull it back out because it was too far down, and the barbs on its dorsal fin were stuck in his windpipe. Ouch. So this this poor guy couldn't breathe, and eventually he went into cardiac arrest. His friends started CPR and called for help, and luckily the paramedics got there a few minutes later. They could only see the tip of the fish's tail, but a paramedic named Matt Harrison managed to yank it out with forceps, and then they restarted his heart and he's going to be okay his doctors don't think he'll have any lasting effects from it but holy crap right closed you mouth imagine. kissing with fish always people. always, always. how many must... times do we have to tell you thanks for listening to the q102 jeff and jen morning show podcast brought to you by cbg airport start your trip at cbgairport.com Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.